You've now locked into Living Blessed, the podcast, where we're talking the highs, the lows, the darkest moments that we've all hidden from the world, and everything in between. This is the moment of truth. This is why we're living blessed. And now, your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Living Blessed, the podcast. I'm your host, yeah. Jovan J. Palmer. And as always, we got special people on the podcast sharing special and vulnerable and transparent moments. Ooh. I got my guy. Let's go. Words Taylor Let on go. the podcast. Let's go, bro. Let's get it, man. Listen, I was talking to Dave last week. I said, yo, Dave, yeah. my, my podcast is, is, is about to do something different now. Yeah, yeah. He said, why? I said, Words Taylor just asked to be on. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I pulled up on you. Like, I saw what you were doing. Uh -huh. And I was like, yo, I'm not about to be one of these people that, like, y'all got to come to me. I'm, yeah. I'm here. You got to come to me. I'm like, no, I love, I want to have that conversation with you. Like, Joe, yo, can I, what I got to do to get on the podcast? You reached out. I was just like, I was Let's just mind go. blown, like, yeah, blown bro. away. Because, yeah. like, just, the, nothing against everybody who's been on the podcast. Everyone's been dope. Like, they've really been taking, taking this podcast to new levels and yeah. heights. Yeah. And it's just, um... I was waiting for the right time to get to like people of your stature. Bruh, don't do And I'm like, you know, like, I was like, like I'm excited. Like, I was yeah. super, I was like, yeah. I got words. Yeah, like, yeah. Words coming go. through. Let's go. Like, I hope I don't disappoint now. I'm, I'm like, not, you won't, man. We had a little pre-conversation before yeah, then. And, yeah, um, yeah. It was some dope conversation, man. So let's get into it, man. Introduce yeah, let's do yourself, it. man. Tell the people who you are. Uh, where are you from? What a good jazz, and we're gonna jump yeah. into this good episode. Okay, cool. Words Taylor. I'm a uh, launch strategist, um, but more importantly, uh, I'm a believer, a husband, and a and a father. So I'm excited about those things. I currently live in Des Moines, Iowa. All right. Okay. Let's just get that out. All right. Uh, but I'm originally from Chicago. I was born and raised there, and then okay. I went to Iowa uh, for school at Iowa State University. Yeah. That's how you got there. Yeah, that's how I got there. Yeah. I was curious to, when I met you. When I first met you was um when we were doing the distance yep, joint. Yeah, in Iowa. And um, I was like, yo, how this dude get in Iowa? Yeah, a black yeah. man in Iowa. Yeah, but it yeah. makes sense now. Yeah, including my family and a couple of my friends. About twelve of us there. Or okay. about a good twelve black people there in the whole yeah, <laughs> <laughs> population. Oh, you know, What's the population? Out there? I have no idea, bro. But it, no, but it is a. It's like it's it, there's black people there. It's just a place we just don't think that it will be black. Exactly, people there, but they're there. Yeah, but we're we're there for sure. We're for there. sure. Des Moines is actually a you know I know that don't mean that black people are there, but Des Moines is actually a blue city, whereas we're surrounded by. Red cities, mm. but it, it, Des, Moines Des Moines is the blue city. Is that the capital of Iowa? Uh, yeah. Word. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So the name words is that your biological name? No. <laughs> so how did you become from? What's the biological to words? So so my name is Robert Taylor, ah. right? It's my real name is Robert, and um, so Robert is so common, you know. Um, and when I was in college, I actually got dared to. Uh, write a book, you know, so I was doing spoken word poetry. I started doing spoken word poetry. I was going in as Robert Taylor uh -huh. and it, it didn't stand out above anything else. So literally I was like, man, what can I call myself where, you know, I want to stand out, you know, um, and a friend was like, you know, you should you should come up with a stage name. And this is about time that um, you remember like Black Ice and did you ever watch Deaf Poetry Jam? Yeah. Okay. But not so, a lot though. Okay. So but you had people coming out like Black Ice, Abyss, and all these. I'm like, dang, these names are hot. And and I was just like, you know, what am I doing? What am mm -hmm. I doing to 
to actually um, encourage and pour into people. I'm like, I'm using my words. Yeah. Like even in high school, uh, I won gold medals in academic decathlon for speech. Really? So all my life, bruh, I've used my words as as my weapon, mm-hmm. but also as my, you know, encourager, as my, you know, the fuel that I use to encourage, you know, fill up people and all those things. So I was like, words. And then I was being extra. So words originally had an acronym. Um, it was W-O-R-D-S, Wisdom Only Revises Determined Souls. That's hard. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I came to a poetry event here. Uh-huh. And... Um, <clears throat> Uh, I can't remember her name right now, but she was hosting and she was like, okay, you've been a little serious here with the acronym. I was like, okay, that just kind of let me know. I'm going to just keep it at words. And what ended up happening is I got a chance to, I got a chance to do this event with Donald Lawrence. Donald Lawrence is a um, platinum artist, you know, all of those things. I've tried out for his showcase Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, uh, my real name is Robert, but you know, I go I go by words on stage and all that stuff. And I just remember a conversation that we had afterwards. He loved my poetry. He was like, "Yo, you got to make a decision. Are you going to introduce yourself as Robert, or are you gonna be words? Mm. But if you're gonna be words, then you're words from here on out. That's how you introduce yourself. That's the role. That's the the person. Like you can't make them be separate. Mm. Okay. Okay. So. I then, from that moment on, I was like, all right, I'm Words Taylor. So my father calls me Words. My pastor, when I met uh, Joe Biden, I was, he was like, what's your name? Words Taylor. Like, so everything is Words Taylor. And now when you, when you hear this name, it sticks out. Oh, for sure. Or it, it causes a conversation. Like, you know, like yeah, that was, yeah, this is yeah. your first question, right? Yeah. So, and then people don't even, you know, they become so accustomed to like words, 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 words. So it for me, it started the branding process even then before I even knew that I was going to build a brand. Yeah. I was I was starting that process then. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So that was the key. That is dope. <clears throat> Very dope. I didn't because I didn't think to like I thought words might have been your real name. No, no, no. Like just nah, you got a nah. unique name because I like unique names. I yeah, it's a dope thing to have. That would have been dope had you know my yeah, father, yeah. my mother been like, "Yo, we gonna call her <laughs> somewhere." Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, that's just uh, that's how it came about, gotcha. and it just stuck, man. I was like, "This is it. Gotcha, this man. is the brand." Yeah, you you're on this journey now. I'm on a journey. I yeah. feel like we're on this journey together. Yeah, we are. This journey together. We are, right? Weight loss and just mental transformation and stuff yeah. like that. So you're down how many pounds now? Yeah, like, close, is it 80 or 85? Let's do the math. Uh, 35. Oh, it's 85. 85 pounds. I'm now 85 pounds, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like a different man. Yeah, like you, yeah. I feel like you smile a lot more. I do. I feel like you walk a little different. Yeah. And you just yeah. seem just different just from your yeah. energy. Like, when you walked in, it's just like, it's a different word. Yeah, yeah. You know, tell me about what has the weight loss done for you? Man, I, I for me, um, I've always carried so much, I feel like, the weight loss has been more of a, um, the weight itself was a burden. Like it, it definitely influences how you walk in a room. Mm-hmm. You know, it influences how, how you speak or how you show up because, and it, it doesn't have to, that's the mental part. Yeah. So the weight was affecting me mentally to the point where I wasn't showing up in the rooms like I wanted to. I wasn't myself. My shoulders weren't back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or anything like that. I more so came in, in rooms like uh, very submissive or, you know, mm. just like I'll take what you give me yep, or yep, things yep. like that or or just wanting to be in the background. And and now 
as you developed, it's, I, I'm trying to say it's not necessarily about the weight loss. It's about the journey to get the weight off. Yeah. That's what makes me stronger. Absolutely. You know, and every time I, I go to get more weight off, bro, I just, there's a mental process that I have to go to to get it and I become stronger. Mm-hmm. And then my body starts to reflect how I'm feeling now. You know, um, I had to go through this process, though, because I got to a stalemate or just stale. What do they call it when you just um, you're not losing anymore? Oh, uh, plateau. plateau. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I got to a little plateau and my wife was like, have you ever talked to your to to the weight? Mm. And uh, I was like, what am I talking about? And she was like, think about the reason why you gained so much weight. And we started talking about the trauma of it all and how. Like food was, and I know this may seem funny, but like food was there for me when no one, no one, when I couldn't count on anybody else. I would run to food when I'm hurting. I run to food when I'm sad. I run to food when I'm, when I feel rejected. I run to food when I felt like as a child I I was getting yelled at or I just felt like I was being treated unfairly. I ran to food. I used to sneak and hide food in my room. You know, I did those where you were putting your hand in a box and you cough. Like, <laughs> and you gotta open you yeah, open nigga. up the chip bag right, you, know, right, right. you run the water while you're doing other stuff like I did all of that and then so my wife was just like she was like um you know food was protecting you mm. like your fat was this was your protector it was your friend like I never thought about that I never thought about it either right and so she was like you need to tell your body that it's okay I got it now and I start having this conversation with myself like, you know what? I thank you so much for protecting me all these years and being there for me the only way you knew how to. But I got it now. And now, and I was even saying like, now we got to move forward. Now I need you to release. Now I need you to, you know, because there's places, you know, I got kids now. I'm having a conversation with mm-hmm. my body. I'm like, I got kids now. I want to be here for them. And it's starting to hurt me. So I need you to to release. I need you to get in line with what I'm doing, the food that I'm eating, the workouts that I'm doing. So I started having this conversation with my body so I can start releasing, you know, more weight and fat, bro. It was it was a healing process. It felt mm-hmm. weird in the beginning, but bro, I'm, I'm, there's so much in everything we do. Um, there's so much psychology and the mental part of it is, you know, if we can get through that, then the success comes from there. Yeah. Me now realizing that, oh, shoot, I must release this thing. That was the mental part. That had nothing to do with physical. Right. Once I did that up here, then it was like, okay. Everything else down here just slowly starts shedding It starts shedding, bro. And it's because mentally I had resolved within myself that I no longer needed food to protect me. Mm. I had resolved in myself that I no longer needed to hide that I no longer needed to um, to cause myself suffering uh, or, or pain or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I no longer needed to do that. I have a reason to live and I have a desire to live. And once I resolved that within myself, bro, I was I was on a weight loss journey. It's good, bro. That's real good. <laughs> That's real. Now, where did your wife have you? Did you ask her where did she get that analogy from? Like to speak to your body? 
Yes, that's some therapeutic type it, stuff. It, it is. It is. <laughs> that's some like you know, like you went to school for that one. It is. My wife is my low key therapist, bro. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, but um, she, you know, she has a degree in psychology. Okay. Okay. That makes as sense. well. Um, but also, bro, she she is one of those people. She just reads. Mm. She is a reader. Like I I talked about, you know, when we buy our uh, a new home, I was telling my kids, I was like, you know, we well, we're gonna surprise mommy. We're gonna have a room. Just a window, just a window, some pillows, couches, and books all around. That's dope. That right there, that is a dream for her. If, if you asked her what would be a perfect day, she would say something like, man, being by myself, give me some books, give me comfortable, you know, comfort, give me light, sun. But she'll get lost. Really? She'll get lost. I'm a, I like, when we build this room, I'm gonna have to put like a a, a timer on the door. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, You've been here too long. You yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yo, it locks at a certain time where she cannot go in there. You know, and then it opens up. Like it's gonna have to have office hours. Yeah, you know what I'm like, office hours in office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. And, and so that's that's just her. And so she's she's always reading, and then you know trying to apply what she's reading. And mm-hmm. so you know that was just something that as I was telling her this difficulty yeah. that I was going through, she was able to. To give back to me. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So what triggered the weight gain? Um, so, man, I think uh, when we start tracing these things back is, one, is, is trauma. Mm. You know, and I, I don't say that lightly. Like, I had um, a mother who, and, you know, my mother and I, we're, we're great now. And she always asks me to say, like, son, I get to, this is part of your story, but can you tell them, like, how we are now? <laughs> you know, and I, and I leave that part off, uh-huh. you know, not intentionally yeah. but I, I definitely want to start by saying we're great now we're building um now but in the beginning like i lived with my mother for the first seven years of my life mm-hmm. and um and then she got you know into drugs and things like that and um i moved to with my father mm-hmm. uh, i was actually sent to my father in a taxi cab um went to him uh, no luggage no anything and i just remember like me desiring and longing for this woman. Yeah. Right. Me wanting this relationship. I, you know, I even still now get triggered with, I had a um, student that I was uh, working with and we were out of town because we were at an event and he was like, yo, I I always go to these events and, you know, I know sooner or later my mother's going to pop up. She always just pops up and get on a plane. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's so dope yeah. you know you know i was telling him like you know you need to appreciate that you know he was looking at it as annoying but i'm like no i appreciate that because i remember when i was wrestling i remember at my baseball games and things like that me looking and it's like man maybe she's gonna pop up yeah and there's no pop-up to happen and when you start to feel that uh i think for me it was just like well, how do i get this out this hurt this pain um, I didn't do therapy back then and all of that stuff. So it's like, where do you, where do you relieve these things? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so food was it for me. And I live with my father. Um, my father's a dope dude, um, but he was hard. He was a hard father. Like he's no nonsense, all that, because he had his own trauma. You know, he didn't have his father in his life and things like that. So I think we both went to, to food. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so he's, he's, 
you know, self-healing through food. And then that's the that's what I learned. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so we fast food, we're always on the go and all of those things. Um, you know how um uh, they're uh born my our grandma my grandmother, his mom is born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. So you have greens with ham hocks in it and and oh, everything has yeah. to has meat and uh -huh. butter and sugar and all of those things. And you just get I just became addicted mm. to these things, this lifestyle. This is the way I knew to eat. Right, we stopped the fast food, McDonald's, like all of this this is this is what I was taught. And I carried these things on and then it became like, Oh, I feel good. Let's go get some, you know, food. And I you know, I just had this conversation with my wife and I'm like, babe, I wanna stop making food the only celebration. Mm. You know, because it's like, Oh man, this is so good. Let's go eat. Yeah. And I'm like, let's let's do something like, man, I'm feeling good. Let's yo, babe, let's get a workout. Let's get a good walk in. And then afterwards we can go to lunch or, or yeah, dinner or something. But sure. the initial it needs to be something different. Let it let it be something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let's let's treat ourselves to something that will fuel our bodies in a way that that is productive. You gotcha. know. Um, but I I didn't have that in the beginning. And so mm -hmm. that's where the desire for food came from. And I think also uh, when you, you know, as a younger, when you get talked about for your weight, sometimes it can, it can motivate you to lose weight or sometimes it can motivate you to go deeper into it. Really? So now, you know, you get talked about or, you know, my father or my grandmother bring up like, yo, you need to start losing weight. Look at not able to fit your clothes and things like that. So, I wasn't at the time I wasn't motivated to lose weight because you said something. I was just motivated to hide the eating after that, mm. you know? So now it's like, so I can avoid being judged or being, yeah. you know, critical, you know, having somebody criticize or anything like that. I would go ahead and like, now I'm sneaking food. Now I'm putting food in my pocket. I remember, oh my God, this is embarrassing, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen, safe space over here. Listen, I remember putting, like, you know how, like, I remember going to bed and I was telling my pops or whatever, like, yo, I'm about to go to bed. Everybody, I'm making an announcement because I'm being louder <laughs> because I'm trying to sneak food. Bro, I snuck, like, oh, man, I'm about to say this. I'm talking about I put chicken wings in my pocket because my room was upstairs. Uh -huh. I put chicken wings in my pocket, bro. Like raw wings. Like, like not, not raw, like, like, raw, but cooked, like I mean, like, just didn't have any, wings. Like, not even the bowl or no bowl because it's like i couldn't i in order to get to my room i gotta go past my father's room uh -huh. you know and and all that so i can't have the food in my hand because of course he's gonna be like well you know you ain't hungry yeah. and i'm not not hungry but i'm just it's there and i'm desiring something and i'm coping with something that happened that day or and i'm just i've trained myself to yeah. overeat so i'm just like you know what? Let me grab it. I remember grabbing two wings, put it in my pocket. You know, hit off my pants and like, all right, good night. And I, I was upstairs in my room by myself eating chicken wings. Now, what triggers the emotion for you to want to just eat when you're not hungry? Habits. Mm. I think habits, <clears throat> habits trigger the emotions, but also more so is um, not being in control of your emotions. Mm. You know, not not understanding how to like think about anybody 
You know, why do you think people get into fights? You know, they didn't, when they go out, they didn't plan to get into a fight and they did. That's because your emotions have taken over so much that you don't know how, how do I get it out? How do I cope with it? So like today I learned, you know, I've even done therapy and things like that. Today I learned, you know, there's a lot of work that, that can be done through breathing. Just breathing, just inhaling, exhaling and all those, you know what I'm saying? So like it can, it t- calms your nervous systems. And there's conversations that happen with the amygdala and all mm-hmm. of this stuff and, and tapping and things like that. You can do the work to calm your system down and then be able to move forward. You can function without yelling at someone else. If your habit is, wait a minute, I feel a, a level of anger coming. Let me remove myself from the situation. It's okay to come back to it. Yeah. It does not have to be resolved in this moment. And I think for me, not knowing how to cope, not knowing or setting the habit of how do I cope, mm-hmm. like the thing was like overeating was it. But you hate the feeling. You oh, hate sure. when your stomach just feels like it's going to bust yeah. and all of that stuff. But you're <clears throat> addicted to it. You're addicted to the feeling of feeling full. Mm-hmm. When I first became, because um, you know I'm vegan now, when I first became vegan, and I ate a meal, I had a salad, and legitimately, I was satisfied. I had like, I'm talking about foods that, that really fill you up and fuel you, I was satisfied. And I remember like, but I'm not full. So yeah. that means- I gotta I'm, do something else. I gotta do something else. Mm-hmm. That means I need something else. And I remember just going back in and eating more because I was satisfied, but I built up the habit of, you're not done until you are full until you get that feeling even though you're vegan until you get that feeling of where i was and i was eating the chicken wings and the hot dogs and the burgers exactly and the greens yeah i Got gotta it. have that feeling before i can move forward and so think about what that does to me as an entrepreneur mm. like when you take that into business you or when or parenting like it's it's like i can't I'm exhausting my body. I'm exhausting myself because I have to create this feeling. I'm not fully working unless I'm destroying myself. Wow. Unless I'm like actually beating up on myself. Now, and that's why we get to these, the language of hustle, grind, sleep when you die and all of that stuff. That's trauma, bro. Oh, for sure. It's trauma. It's like, who told you this? Who? who <laughs> Who said this? Yeah. And I was believing in this mm-hmm. thing. And now I'm like, when I leave here, bro, um, I have I have a massage set up, a 90 minutes of massage I'm going to do. And then guess what? I'm going to go take a nap. As you should. I'm like, bro, this is, you know what I'm saying? Who said you work until you die? It's the most unhealthiest thing ever. You see what I'm saying? And so for me, it was like, dang, I have built up some crazy habits that not, only come from here but it's in here 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 parenting well i know that it's not resolved mm-hmm. it's like it's not resolved until we're yelling marriage same thing well mm-mm, we can't we can't just have a conversation and say you know what that was my bad whatever it's like there was wait a minute there was no yelling in that it's not resolved it can't be Cause I still have anger that I need to get out. And the only way to get the anger out is through yelling. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you develop a habit like that, you can see it in other places in your life. The only way that I'm done eating is when I'm full 
to I'm overstuffed. The only way that we are going to have a great marriage and, and get our anger out is we got to be yelling at each other. You know, that's the same thing. The overeating, the over the overcompensating, the over ego that comes out. Everything is is over over. The only way that I'm going to be successful in business is I have to, I, I got to stay up to three o'clock in the morning every single night. And it's the over that we develop the habit and we, it starts to translate in every part of our lives. Right. And it hurts us. So let me ask you a question now since we're entrepreneurship. Well, that's why I'm here. To, you know, <laughs> Do you believe that someone should become an entrepreneur if they have not taken care of their traumatic experiences in life? Listen, bro. It sounds like from what you're saying, it translates over from yeah. personal life to entrepreneurship yeah. life into business. Yeah, yeah. Joe, this, this, Joe, this is a good question, Joe. Hey, look, look, hey, Joe, Joe, you <laughs> Joe, listen, I, literally, I just did a live the other day. Uh-huh. And I said, entrepreneurship... You know, we've been fooled. Entrepreneurship is not about the money. That's nothing to do with money. Entrepreneurship is about your mental health. For sure. That's that's so I, I think everybody should should at some point in their life should take on a journey of being an entrepreneur. The reason being is because everything that you have not resolved within yourself, oh, you gonna need you have to you have to hit every single thing. On every level, your level of rejection, your insecurities, your your anger, your 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 stamina, your will to want to give up, to quit, to keep going, your perseverance, your uh, your dislike for yourself, your voice, all the fear, everything that you've been hiding has to come out in entrepreneurship, and the money comes when you win that battle. Talking good. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I know because I'm, I'm experiencing that now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the money is not the journey. The journey is self healing, and you winning the battle against self. Every win, then the result of you winning and win, and winning the battles against self is that yes, you get an opportunity to take somebody else through the journey, and they're gonna pay you for it. Mm. You the result of winning is you make money. So like. Me, us being able to, to, to make money in entrepreneurship, it has nothing to do with like, oh, you created the best product. No, I won 50, 100, or 200 battles against myself. That's why I'm here. And in that, what I've packaged for you is how the journey I took to win this yeah, battle. for sure. And I want to walk you through it because there's some stuff that I don't want you to feel and go through. So... Those are the best programs. Those are the best products. The one that actually went through the journey and won the battle itself. And now you want to take me through it. Just like I told you the program that, you know, that I'm going through now. It's like you, you went through the transition from entrepreneurship to CEO. That was a whole battle. That was a whole mental process. Mm-hmm. A, a whole thing you had to overcome. I want that. Mm-hmm. Pack, package that lesson for me. For sure. So it's hard to be a great entrepreneur if you don't have a lesson to package. What, what are you packaging for me? Now I get there, there's other digital products and th- things like that, but you still, you still have a process. You can have a digital product, you can have your, um, your Amazon product or whatever, but what if no one buys? Mm-hmm. There's still a mental process that you have to overcome. Absolutely. Entrepreneurship is about winning battles with self. And every day, and this is why I choose not to necessarily get into these debates with other people um, or getting, you know, when people slide into your DMs or they make these comments or anything like that, 
and I don't get a lot of crazy, crazy comments, but I realize that those are the people that are losing the battle with self. Yeah. So they're trying to win it with you. It's like, oh, so this morning you, you got your butt kicked by you and your own thoughts. So you're like, yo, I'm going to win this battle with somebody, somebody else. I'm, I'm like, no, nah, that's no. Nah. That's the part of the entrepreneurship. How, how much can you like not allow your ego? Like that's the biggest battle. Can your, does your ego feel like I need to No, I gotta say something. I'm gonna let you know. I'm like, nah, nah, I ain't doing that. There's peace in that. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point, now you can move forward. How much can you like, there was a point where I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare get on video or live. It's like, nah, bro, it's, you know, they're going to become a meme, you know, you know what I'm saying? They're going to, you know, they're going to be like, yeah, this yeah. fat guy, he needs to motivate himself. He's trying to motivate us. Like, let me see you motivate, lose weight and all those things. And it wasn't until I think the biggest thing that that was happening is I was telling myself a lie. And so I was telling myself that, you know, I, you know, my words weren't valued or that I was ugly or that all of these things. And so therefore it was hard for me to turn the camera on because I believe that people would see what I thought about myself. Mm. You know, the crazy thing is, again, that's why I said it has nothing to do with physical. When I start telling myself a different narrative is when I was able to turn on the camera. And now it didn't matter what they see or, or they're going to see what I think about myself. Absolutely. So whatever I think about myself is what people will ultimately see. If, they, if I'm confident in me, then they're going to see the confidence. If, I, if, I, if, I, if, I, if they see the peace in me, like when you said, man, you look different, you're smiling, walking up. That's what I've been saying about myself. And now you see that. But if I say, man, I'm dumb, I'm ugly, all that, then that's what people will see. So literally it is about the entrepreneur journey is about getting um, the resolve and winning within yourself. And when you do that on the other end of that, now you start to make money. Now there's money attached to that, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? But you, but you're not skipping this. And even if, and cause some people like, no, I I got it. It's like, well, how are you maintaining it? How are you sustaining it? Because even if, let's say you get some quick wins, you can make some money really quick. Mm -hmm. Right. You, you, you now have to still resolve and have this battle because now you have to think about your addictions. Mm. Are you addicted to a look? If you haven't resolved that before you got the money, now you go, guess what? You got to resolve it now because you can be out of money very quickly. Very quick. Because now you're addicted to these brands and this lifestyle and all that stuff and the money goes. Or you're addicted to a drug or food or whatever. Or you have an addiction to whatever, you know, uh, to spending money. Or you don't know money management. You, money doesn't solve the problem that we have internally. That's the thing. And so whatever you do in this entrepreneurial journey, bro, it's, it's got to start with us. So, yes, that was a long answer to your question. That was a dope is, answer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I, I believe that we should all experience it. Experience entrepreneurship, bro, for sure. Yeah, because sure. I feel like for me, being an entrepreneur, it's exposed the heck out of me. <laughs> it does. Like, I thought I was the most organized person. Yeah. And I found that I'm not. Yeah. Ooh, that's I good. Found that I, was, I thought I was disciplined in certain areas of my life. And I found, okay, you're not. Yeah. I thought, you know, like, you know, my communication was well. Then I found out it wasn't. Yeah. It's like entrepreneur exposed, like, the heck out of me to where, like, I'm realizing there's so much more work to do. Yeah, bro. So yeah. much more work to do. Yeah. And in the doing of the work and the yeah. healing process of, you know, healing yourself within through entrepreneurship. Yeah. What do you feel has been, like, the most 
detrimental yeah. thing that you've seen in the healing process for you? I think the the most detrimental probably is, you know, as a as an entrepreneur, when you start growing, um, and if you're not truly healed, right, or you're not healed to a point where you can start helping people, you do it too soon, then you can put other people's lives in in a situation that you don't want to, you know. Um, so literally, in entrepreneurship, you you have other people's lives that you're impacting for sure. And if you yourself have all of these things that you have not dealt with or considered, are you really truly taking them on a genuine journey through their healing or through their success or the impact that they want to have in their life? And uh, for me, very early on, I learned it was like I was always changing. There was no clear direction. Uh, and I'm wondering, like, why aren't y'all doing this? And it's like because they don't have clarity. And the reason why they don't have clarity is because I don't. Mm. And it's like, but Danny, they just paid me this money. And that was a point where I was like, dang it. You know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting, I'm hurting people, you know, and it's, it's not, it's not effective because I'm thinking that, that, um, this is, I'm using the business as my healing, as my therapy, you know what I'm saying? And that's what most people end up doing. You're trying to use, you're trying to use your, your business as your therapy, but you don't know that you're hurting people. Right. And, And that's the key. You have to understand that whoever you are is who your business will be. Mm. That's real. Whatever habits you have. So if you if you always show up late, your business is gone. Your meetings are going to be late. You know, the uh, the the time when you do events, they're going to start late. You know, you're going to you're going to get the, the content and stuff that you t- promise people. You're going to get that to them late. What is going to show up. And if you are a person that lacks clarity and you always do, then when you create your program, it won't have clarity. It won't have clear steps for people. And then the people that you're teaching won't have clarity that's that's a huge detriment bro for sure you're affecting people's lives and that's so i i i take that i don't take that lightly today mm-hmm. like that's why everybody you know even in my program everybody that comes through they're getting interviewed so you interview people before they actually can yes be in a part of your process your yes journey. wow yes why because i have to know that i can help you i have to know mentally where you are and i don't want your money and I don't, I don't want that on me, like knowing that you joined my program because you wanted a certain transformation or result. And then I couldn't help you. Like it didn't do what it's supposed to do. It didn't give what it's supposed <laughs> to give. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, so, and that's like colleges. It's like, you yeah. just take, you're taking anybody. Okay. You, you met these requirements. You take me, but it's like, what did I get? How did you set me up? For it, I don't want that, bro. So it's like, yo, everybody, we're gonna ask these questions, and we want to make sure they have this product. And I want to know where, like, you know, one of the questions I even ask is, what is your why? Why do you want this? Why do you need this? And I'm telling, I promise you, when people tell me, like, I'm just trying to make money, I need money fast. Boom, red flag. I can't help you because you think money is the problem, and it's not. Mm. And you think money is gonna resolve the problem. And it's not. And not only that, but you're going to put a level of pressure on me when you don't make money right away. Nah, nah. Let me manage your expectations. So I ask people like, yo, are you willing? Another question is, can you commit to yourself? Not me. Can you commit to yourself for 52 weeks? I know my process works. I've done it. Yeah. You know, with several people, um, big influences, all of that stuff. Now it's just a matter of can you work the process? And if I told you that it would take 52 weeks to get a result, now it could take 
you 90 days or four months. Cool. But if I told you to take 52 weeks to get a result, can you do it? <sighs> 52 weeks? Okay. This is not the program for you. Mm-hmm. Because I, I need that. You have to be willing to commit to yourself. And I don't want you to put a level of pressure on me to do something that you're supposed to be doing, right. that you're responsible for. So it's important that we interview the people. It's important that I make, and there may be people that are like, yes, I can do the 52 weeks. Yes, uh, they know their why. Yes, I, they believe I can help them. It's like, okay, cool. Here's the other thing is, I need a product that is ready. Do you have your product complete? And all that stuff. No. Okay, I can't. Can't help you. Can't help you. Because it doesn't, the program doesn't pick up from helping you finish your product. Now, you may have some people that were like, you know, they got the money in front of them. They're like, oh, yeah, I can help you do that. I'm not doing that. I want to know. Like, you don't, the product is not complete. Okay, cool. Can you come back to me when the product is complete? I think you are ready for our program and everything, but can you come back when the product is complete? Because I want to be honest and open. The content picks up from you have your product and then we're launching it. Mm, okay. So you're going to come in and you're going to spend your money and you're going to be mad. In, in this journey, like, my name is important to me. The integrity, the brand is important to me. There are certain values that I want to exhibit in what we do. And if it doesn't do that, then why do it? If I can't genuinely help somebody enhance their quality of life, not just financially, I'm talking about their quality of life, how you are with your kids, how you show up for yourself, how you, you know, your time freedom, you know, the, the, now the money that you make and all, if I can't help you do that, why, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why are you in my program? Yeah, you gave me money, it helped me, <laughs> but what did it do for you? And that was a huge shift that I made from, you know, a few years ago when I first started to, to now. It's like, it can't be about the money. And anytime it's about the money, then I don't do it. Mm-hmm. If, I think, if I think money first, Right, I want to make money. Let's be clear. <laughs> but if that is the driver for mm-hmm. why I'm doing it, then for me, I'm not trying to push this on anybody else. For me, I'm going to pause and and I may go ahead and walk away from the situation. That takes a lot of courage. It, it's a lot of courage, bro. My my wife, listen, listen. So my wife and she she values the same thing and i told her i said babe for now on we don't make any decisions based off of money because i we've done it before and it cost me big we even we lost our home and everything we were sleeping in a friend's basement with our five-month-old daughter um, for about four months because i made a decision based off of money it didn't work out so i'm like this is the rule from now on anytime i say but babe just the money we make then we're not doing it we Mm -hmm. we need to be willing to walk away so we get a deal on the table. I won't say the name for this one, but it was, it was a big deal, okay? And we're in the negotiation. My wife, is she's a monster, bro. So we're in the negotiation. We're on the Zoom and all that. I want a certain amount. And they're like, um, no, we're only going to do this amount. It's like well under. Like, what is this? But me, I'm looking at it like, oh, babe, this would be a huge opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's still some bread. Right, it's right. still some it's money. Little situation. Yeah. She says on the Zoom, she's like, no, I definitely understand. Um, I definitely understand if, you know, if this is not the time for you all. Um, we're, we're prepared to, to go ahead and walk away, and then you all come back to us when you're ready. I'm on there pushing her leg like, 
are you serious right what are you doing oh my god i'm thinking about the money yeah yeah, yeah. she's thinking about the value that we set in place was mm. we don't make decisions based it's off of money. the money right we you know, said what we your words yes we said what we wanted we know the value in what we do and if it's about the money then we'll do it but if it's not about the money then we'll hold bruh we hung up on that thing i can't tell you how angry i was at her for holding us to the standard that we set together <laughs> how dare you <laughs> how dare you you bougie just who you, who you think you are yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm probably about an hour later we get an email we're gonna go ahead and do the deal i Ooh. said I love you. <laughs> I'll take everything back. I said, you, you genius of a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was huge, man. And it does take, you said it, man. It does take a lot of courage and bravery to, to stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. It takes to hold true to your values, to hold true to the principles that you set in your, it takes a lot of courage. Absolutely. It takes a lot of stamina and all of those things, especially when you feel like, Man, I've been taking some L's. Taking L's out here. Yeah. And now you finally have something on the table. You're like, you just want to take whatever comes first. And sure. that's the like that's the thing that most people are like, you know, um, they get caught up into these deals and you start resenting the person. It's like, man, you 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 wanted five thousand, but somebody's like, I'll give you twenty five hundred. And because you were desperate, you're like, I'm gonna take I'm the twenty five hundred. Yeah. But now you resent them. Mm. You, you could have told them no. Now you don't do the fullness of your, the work that you could have done for them because it's like, well, psh, you pay me. You know? Right, you ain't even paying yeah. me. You better be glad that I'm doing this. Now you mad at them. Factual. And I learned that. I, was, I remember doing a program and um, I was like, it's $97 for the full year. You said what? Bro, look at this. Listen to this. You had a program for ninety seven dollars. Do, do you hear me? Whole year. Do you hear me? This is like two thousand seventeen. Ninety seven dollars for the whole year. Do you know that about month four, people were still asking me questions, and I started resenting them. I was like you, you've you've gotten your money ten times over. You know, I'm resenting them for a price that I set, and mad at them for paying it. Yeah. And then, then they're telling me, oh, man, this part, this is only $97. I would have paid. Well, well, why don't you pay it then? You hate when you hear that? Yeah, I hate <laughs> Well, go, go, let's go ahead and pay. Can I get you to pay that now? Right, right. It's like, no, no, no. But it's like, I, I didn't understand my, that's another thing in entrepreneurship. I didn't understand my value, mm. my worth. Talk about that part. Let's, so, so, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, that's go ahead. very go ahead. important because off. that's something I'm learning right now in this space that I'm yeah. in is my value and my worth. Yeah. Because... Other people see it, yeah, but I can't see it. Yeah, and now I'm like, when they're starting to say, it, like, "Okay, I do see it now." Yeah, it's getting a lot clearer now. Yeah, so like, yeah. how do you? How did you become the person to see your value? Because like, you've gone through traumatic situations as a child. Mm -hmm. You know that that childhood trauma became adulthood trauma. Yeah, yeah. And then now you're becoming this entrepreneur, which yeah. now you got entrepreneurship trauma, which yeah. I think nobody really talks about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How do oh, <laughs> that's how do you deal with entrepreneurship trauma of like you know? trying to understand your worth and your value, but not also, but still trying to like, you know, get the clientele. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that's a journey, man. It's, it's just like your, again, your like mental health. I, what people want and forgiveness, right? What people want to do is just say, uh, I forgive you. And then you want the feelings 
to go away of yeah. anger and frustration uh-huh. and all those things. Um, you want to immediately be like, you know what? I'm healed. And you wake up healed. Yeah. Um, you want to wake up and be like, I know my worth. And then you just automatically it just know it. It, it doesn't, it does, for me, it doesn't happen like that. I'm still in that process. For sure. You know, I'm still transitioning in that process. Uh, for me, it's, it's about understanding the transformation that I'm offering people. Mm. So I stopped the whole thing of I'm basing it off of how much time that I'm putting in, but more so I'm focusing on where would their quality of life be after mm. they work with me? How, and I'll, I'll ask them, how much is that worth to you? For sure. So what we've started doing, what I've done is, is like, I don't want to just place it on, uh, on me to say, you know what, this is valuable because, and it's going to be $10,000. And I was like, no, you said you want to make $100,000 in a year. How much is that $100,000 worth to you? What would it do for your life? Absolutely. So now I, I can get people to start to see, to, the value. to see the value in what we're doing. Got you. Do you see what I'm saying? Now that takes a lot. Uh, on my part So I still have to have In my own self Like know that I can do it I can deliver So the first thing I had to do Is understand Is like I had to be more confident in, Can I deliver What I'm saying I can deliver mm-hmm. That's the first part Of senior value Is like understanding How great you are You know We're a royal priesthood So sure. You know We Like it, God says Like we're more than a conqueror So if conquering is here We're more than that For sure Absolutely And we were given dominion It's like Wait a minute so that's the first thing when you truly know the power that you possess. When I like, so my wife now, I told her she's been out of her job since 2019. You retired, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. And in 2017, 2018, I told her the year 2019, you quitting your job. You out of your job. I started saying that because, and this is still on my lives and everything, they're still posted. I started saying that because that was when I started to understand my worth and value, not because I was making more money. I was not making all this money then, but because I finally understood the power I possess. Mm-hmm. I understood the power of my words, I understood the transformation that I can bring to people and how much I'm willing to impact people and what I would, the sacrifice I would make to make sure people win. When you understand these things, and I start saying, like, whatever I say, and I still say this now, whatever I say, it will be. Not, and I'm not going to walk into the world like, please make this happen. Please, like, no, I've been given domain over this world. You have to yield to me. So if I say this is what's going to happen, then I am calling out things that be not as though they were. I'm calling it out to me and my vibrations, my, my, my attitude, how I am, like I'm le- raising all the levels. So now I will move as though I already have it. So when when I want to lose weight, it's like I want to be 250. Well, what does a 250 pound man do during the day? How do they eat? How do they wake up? How often do they move? How often do they stand? How do they talk? How do they walk in the room? I'm gonna be that person now. And I'm gonna say, yo, I'm gonna be 250. I'm gonna be 250 by you know top of you know top of the next next year. I'll be 250 by then. That's another 100 pounds. I'll be 250 then, and I will call it out. I will tell it to come, and then I'll raise my vibrations to the level that I'm already wanting to be on. Right. 
So when I do that, there's a level of confidence that comes with that. Absolutely. So now, now that I'm confident, I can, I can truly say like, look, what is this worth to you? And I don't have to beg or anything and be like, no, please play this price. It's like, no, you, I'm telling you I have the system to do it. What is it worth to you? And then now when, when I say my price is 5K, for me, I have to go through this process of making the price small. I have to make it small for me okay. yeah, so it'll yeah, be yeah. small for them. Mm-hmm. So when I, because I know the impact and now like, so I'm like, wait a minute, they're going to pay me $5,000 to join my program. Or even if they're paying me 20 or 30, 30 K, right? It's like, you're going to go on financially. You, you have the potential to make six figures, multiple six figures or seven figures. You only gave me 10. Is that, is that worth it to them? Yes. Absolutely. So okay. now that price become, if I told you, yo, join my program for five, $5,000 and, you know, by the end of the year, I'm going to show you the system of how you can turn that five into six figures. Would you do it? Absolutely. Or if, if you made six figures, if you like, if you got $100,000 and I helped you, would you give me, would you give me five of it? Without a problem. No brainer. No brainer. So now I'm making the price very small. It's like $100,000. They gave me five and you made 95. And then I have to look at now, okay, cool. So that's the money. That's how we're going to enhance your quality of life with the money. But now you quit your job. Oh, we're making that thing smaller. Absolutely. I'm going to put you in positions now where you can hire a team so you can get more stress off of yourself and you don't have to touch every part of your business. Now you can have an assistant. assistant. What does that mean to you? How much do you value that? How much do you value your freedom? Now, uh, because part of my target audience are... um, uh, entrepreneurs that have kids mm-hmm. it's like um my kids when we were in atlanta for a month my kids were with me how much do you value being able to travel with your kids whenever you want showing up for them i get to take my daughter to her swimming lessons my son and all that how much do you value that it's like when you start tacking on that how much do you value being able to make a decision and have choices you have a choice whether you want to go on vacation this month. Absolutely. We we did we did uh, Atlanta for a month. We went. We were in Arizona for like uh, seven days. We then we then took another trip to Dallas. I was just on a Sunday. I'm like, man, let's just let's just get out of here. Let's just go. She's like, where you trying to go? I don't know. Someplace hot. That's... We got up the next day. Went to Dallas. Do you value that? Yes. Okay. You're gonna invest five k. And then that's the journey that we're going to be on. Mm. You see how we just made that easy. It's just small now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, damn. <laughs> what do you mean? Say, you mean tell me 5K and then this is my call? Yes. And so now 5K is very small to me or 10K is very small to me because I am confident in the impact. Mm-hmm. I have gone through the journey. Yep. And the healing process uh-huh. and all those things. So now I've pa- I know I've packaged up the same system and yeah. I've I've worked the system and other people have gotten the results that I've seen and now I'm like so when I when it comes to you it's like no I know I know yeah. like even with you like I've seen what you've done I've seen Dave in the podcast so like even when um he first started in the podcast he wasn't even doing it on the regular Mm-mm. He was doing it every now and then when somebody come up. Maybe he put out an episode every yeah. month or every other month or something like that. And then the next time I come, I was like, wait a minute. There's, 
There's cameras. You had somebody sitting there. You had this and this and this. So you you are part of a system. You helped mm-hmm. develop a system, and you've seen the system work. How yeah. confident are you that you can help somebody build up a podcast? Oh, very confident. Very confident. Very confident. So if are you confident enough to say like, no, I can help you get a system. I can tell you how to edit the videos. I can tell you how to grow it. I can tell you how to use the YouTube system. I can tell you what the wording should be. I'll, you're confident in all those things. Absolutely. You're confident if a person came to you, then their their quality of their brand will enhance from you being behind the podcast, I right? I just did it last week. Okay. And you say, my price is 5K. Can you do front? <laughs> that's crazy. That that's the price. <laughs> okay. You see, that's the right. So can you stand on that and not move? Absolutely. Why? Because I, I'm that con- I've worked that journey from, like I said, I've seen Dave when he first started his podcast to when I joined the team to what I've done for his podcast. Yeah. I'm confident in that. Yeah. At a thousand percent. Exactly. You ask me what camera like that. I got a whole list I can send you right now. Lights, all that system. All you know, you have a system and it. it's like, I'm plugging you into a system. Yeah. So therefore, the first level of of you being able to now charge your worth and your value is you being confident in your system mm. and knowing that the system can bring can yield an actual result. Yes. If you understand that thing, like, no, nope, I have a system. The system is this, and the system will get this result. You will stand firm on on any price. You can go up to ten. That's the goal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's the goal. And so, and then now you're like, okay, who's the system work for? Well, how about one of the hottest podcasters out there? Well, how, what about Dave? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you're looking like, okay, well, because you can't deny, you can't deny who I've worked for, who's gotten the results, my system. And so now people will try to put it on, on you mm-hmm. as far as like, what can you do? No, 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 no. This is why I interview people. It's like, no, can you commit to the steps? Can you commit to your own? This is not about me. Don't make it about me. Yeah. I've made my sacrifices. I've built my system. I've gotten results from people. My life is not about the change because you joined this situation. It's, it's going to be the same. Like, I'm, this is what I do. Yeah. However, this is now about you. Can you, do you want to invest into your own execution? Mm-hmm. And that's what I ask people. Is your is your execution worth an investment? Now this this now this it makes puts people all the weight on them. It puts the weight on them. Yeah. Don't put you you trying to put this weight on me. I'm not selling you. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not trying. I'm not going to sell you. You can sell yourself. Absolutely. Do you trust your execution? And now you get to see the real. Because because if you trust your own execution, and you believe that you know my job is to convince you and get you to believe that there's a system available for you. And that system will give you results. Yep. Now, if I've done that correctly, the only thing that now has to, to happen is you have to believe that you can take the steps in the system. Absolutely. And if you don't believe that, there lies the problem. Mm-hmm. Don't put that on me. I got like two more questions. Let's go. You so, see, I got long answers too, bro. <laughs> I like them though. Because I'm, the thing is like, I'm learning so much in yeah. this episode. Yeah. You know, not just about myself, but about people. Yeah. And how I deal with them. Yeah. You know, it's just that I used to think like, okay, maybe I got to do a low price just to kind of get people in. Yeah. Right. But it's like you said, that whole confidence in the price that you set for yeah. the thing of the experience that you had, like yeah. the sacrifice that I made. Yeah, exactly. The sacrifice I made on Tuesdays, on Wednesdays, yeah. all day some days. All day, All bro. day, like, yes. you know, some days not eating. Yeah, bro. 
or just drinking or snacking on something, but I'm yeah. still conscious, like I can't snack, yeah. I'm trying to lose weight still. Yeah. So my question is, what triggers do you have from childhood that you still see, that you still see show up in your oh today goodness. life that you're still trying to like control and maintain? Yeah, there's so many. Well, first of all, let me say this, and I, I think I've told you this before. Every time I I've seen this, is probably the only time I've seen you sitting. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> anytime I'm in Atlanta or been around you, you've all it's been a handshake, and then it's like, oh, okay, I gotta, you know, we gonna talk words, but I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta. So I've seen you put in the work, bro. I've seen, and I've I've told you this before, like I've seen you working every time. I've seen you do the long hours, the long time, the serving. Like you've served on the highest level, bro. I've seen you do the. The ego, like, uh, put your ego aside. And I've seen you sweep the floor, take out the garbage. And I've seen you do all of this stuff, bro. So that's huge. Like, it. you have served on the mm -hmm. highest level, bro. And I know there's so much um, coming to you. And and I just, I'm just giving you all high vibrations, all love. You know, every time I, I see you, it's going to be high love. And I'm going to validate and all of those things. So so I think that's important, you know, to, to anybody that's going to work with you. Bruh, they, they need to know that if you're charging five, you charge a 10, it's still low. It's still low because you have put in everything that you've learned. You've literally earned it. You've mm. had to work for it. Yeah. You've had to, to, to sweep a floor to get in the room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Not. That, like, it was one that, time where it, I think you might have been E.T. through um, Game Changers. Yeah. Game. yeah. And um, I think I just started working with Dave on a voluntary basis, like no right. money involved at yeah. all. And I was managing this space for free. And he, Dave came. He was speaking at ET's joint. And he was yo, can you get the trash? And I had to check myself. Like, for real. I was right. like, what? Like, you own this space. You take yeah. the trash out. In my head, my thought process. But yeah. I was like, yo, Joe, you asked to be here. <clears throat> this is the space you asked to be in. So yeah. if somebody asks of you to do something, yeah. do it. Yeah. And do it with humility. Yeah, bro. And then I learned that over time. Like, you know, when somebody asks me you know, something, something I don't want to do. Yeah. I'm still okay with doing it because it's like, it just builds up my character so it much. Built, bro. So people like yo, like because one last week, your girl was like yo, like how do you serve with a smile Woo! and working so hard as you do? Yeah, yeah. And it's the taking up the trash. When I don't want to take up the trash. Yeah, bro. It's the sweeping of the floors. Yeah. It's the you know the late nights, the early yeah. mornings, all yeah. that work that I put in that makes yeah. me smile because it just it's a heart of gratitude that I have for bro, that experience and that journey. That's a skill set, bro. Absolutely. That's that like that's that's why I like. You, I mean, you started off the podcast as like, oh man, somebody of your stature. It's like, no, bro, somebody of your stature, mm. somebody like you. I'm honored to be in this seat. I, you know, just to for somebody to serve and just be in the state of gratitude that you are. Like, that's, that's huge. Um, the bravery, the courage as a man to be able to like, you know, take out the trash and you do it, and you come back like, yo, you need me to do anything else? I'm like, this dude, Joe is. <laughs> And so to kind of go into your question, I think uh -huh. that goes into what we were talking about um, initially is uh, the triggers that still come up now that I have to face as an entrepreneur is still being ashamed of my body. Mm. You know, I told you, you know, yeah, I hit yeah, you yeah. up. I saw you on Instagram, bro, when you posted an Instagram with your shirt off. Like, I, t I think I said, I'm like, bro, I even got a little emotional because I was like, I can't, I can't do that. How does he do? How does he do that? How how is it that he could be on here with his shirt off? And this is so many, you know, there's going to be people watching this and seeing it. Where where is the shame? Where is the embarrassment? Where where is all of that stuff? And I was like, man, I want to be free like that. 
Um, and so that still comes up because I still think about childhood of, you know, um, there may be the one time I did do it. I remember in, back in the day, we used to play skins versus shirts. I hated it. You know what I'm saying? I hated it as a kid. And of course I had to get picked on the skins team and I yeah. remember taking my shirt off, bro. And I just remember like the jokes were about me. Mm -hmm. The, the comments were about me and I was like, I won't do that again. That childhood experience still shows up today and everything, you know, like I, I'm not able to take my shirt off now. Yeah. And I want that freedom and I'm going to have it. Like, oh, sure. you know, this is me it. saying I'm going to have it. it. And it, it doesn't have to be me at a certain weight or a certain body type. It's just a mental thing that I constantly Absolutely. work on. Yes. Um, rejection. You know, so when it's, it's still it's still even very hard. Like this is transparent. Like, um, you know, we get sales and, you know, we work with great clients. We work with Eric Thomas, bro. We've launched products for Some Eric Thomas, his 120 event and all of that stuff. And Dave Shans, him five, we work with some big people, right? And still, um, when someone maybe like, cause I have my mentorship, when someone doesn't uh, accept the offer, like I feel that rejection. Mm. And I feel it because when you trace it back to my mother not being there, I felt rejected then. It's like, man, there's one person in your life that's supposed to, always accept you yeah. and not saying that she didn't accept me she had other things but mm. i felt rejected right right you know um sometimes at, you know when i was younger i felt like a burden to my father i felt like man you know i ruined he didn't plan for me to to live with him even though i know you had a child but he didn't this wasn't in his plan or how things worked out so i felt like a burden so you feel rejected and you always you know i found myself trying to to people please like now, are you proud of me now? Mm -hmm. Are you are you happy for me now? Like you know, can you tell me that you're happy? Can you tell me that you know that I'm great and things like that? And those things were showing up even in business. This shows up in marriage. Yeah, you know where I do something and I'm like, it's not necessarily me doing it for because it needs to be done, but more so because I'm trying to seek approval. Your love language affirmations. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the high. The, the highest. Yeah. I, don't buy me a gift. Mm -mm. I don't need your gifts. I need to hear. Just, just let me know. You know, when you say, feel good. I see you. Mm -hmm. When my wife was like, babe, I see what you're doing for us. Bro, that's like, it's like gasoline. It's like premium fuel. <laughs> Keep all your gifts, Absolutely. all your money. Yeah, yeah. Let me hear this. I'm good to go. Yeah, I don't, I'll, I don't I'll knock else. down walls for you. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So it still shows up where even in, I've had to protect myself in business now because I'm the person that in business, like, I will let you get over on me just to uh, like it's like I don't want the confrontation or mm -hmm. like some stuff like uh, uh I. yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly yep. and it'll be like um you know uh, like oh, I want to I want a refund okay cool but you know now my wife and them they'll come in and be like no I they got this 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 mm -hmm. we see here that they logged into this 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 and this why are they getting a refund oh because you know they're saying you know i didn't expect that it was going to be this much work well we told you that in the beginning that's not our fault absolutely whatever and so me i'm like just giving them money i don't it's just money we'll but it it's just we'll just yeah. get it we'll get it back you know what i'm saying but now we look at the business side of things mm -hmm. so that's where it comes up again you know where those things come up for me so um, again, like that's so those tr childhood traumas and triggers, 
they come up, they show themselves, and then I have to put things in place. I have to put a plan in place. What am I going to do when I feel this way? What am I going to mm-hmm. do when these things um, come up? Like because they can then if I don't address them, then they could just run rapid through yeah. through the business or through my life period. So, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. So um, you mentioned that you and your mom's relationship was like you know a little strained. Yeah. And then you briefly touched on dad a little bit. Yeah. Like, where was dad and where was mom? And then where are they at in this day, present moment? Yeah. So um, I live with my father from 17, I mean, from 7 to 18 when I finally left, left the house. Um, and so one thing, I, and I just told my pops this the, mm-hmm. the, other, the other day. Like I said, he was a hard parent. Like, you know, like hard, man. Um, and But me becoming, I'm an entrepreneur because of him. You know, we would go out. He just never accepted. Like you can't, you can't accept failure. You can't accept defeat. You can't quit. You know, so the the perseverance that I have, the the stamina, all of that. You know, I think I think that drive is also in my mother as well. Um, but I, it was nurtured through my father. Um, now there was a lot of, you know, moments and anger, and because he was dealing with his own thing that came with that as well. Like I even. You know, I told him, like, man, when I left the home, I ain't like him, wow. you know, um, because I didn't truly understand what he was doing. It's like, man, I didn't I wasn't able to to cultivate relationship with friends. Like, I ain't go to my high school reunion. I, I ain't really build relationships yeah, yeah. like that with anybody. Um, I wasn't able to go to parties or any of those things. I just felt so restricted. And so when I left home, it was really wasn't to go to college. It was to get out the house. It was a rebellious move, gotcha. bro. And I just needed freedom. I just needed to feel free. Um, now, later, I was able to say, I'm like, yo, Pop, those lessons, I'm, I am who I am today because of those lessons, because of those moments where you didn't allow me to give up, because of the moments where, like, my, every football game, every baseball game, he was there. He's in the audience, like. Okay, he became one of the doggone coaches. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of lessons from that, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of trauma attached to it. I still got habits that that hurt me, yeah. um, but I have a lot of habits that were able to help me. Uh, so today, you know, we're we're great. Um, whereas, you know, he he has a relationship with his grandkids and talk and all of those things, which is good. Um, as far as my mother. Um, I, I'm more grateful now. Like, as you just mature, bro, you start to see different things. I'm more grateful now that she made the move to say, I can't do this. Because I think about where would my life be had she stayed mm. or had I stayed with her? And I have clear examples. Of it. I look at my two younger brothers. We have different fathers. And they're not, they're not doing so well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can look at them and be like, that's where I could have been. This is this is a blessing. So yeah. I spent all of this time hating you, and and wanting to punish you. That was a point where I wouldn't even call her mom. I still struggle with that, but I wouldn't call her mom because I wanted to punish her. Mm. I want I don't want to give you that satisfaction of thinking that you're forgiven, you know. And that's a, that's a resentment. That's a level of anger that in entrepreneurship you will be stalled out until you can resolve that. That's because you, you, so you don't know how to do business. You don't yeah. know how to activate customer service or anything right. like that. Because you have a level of resentment in you, you're going to start bringing that resentment into your customers, into the business, into contracts, and all that stuff. So it all ties into the mental work. 
Now today, um, uh, I try to, when she texts, I'm like, I'll see the text and I'm like, text back. I got to do it right then and there. Because if I don't, then it's like, well, Another side of my I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. still deal it's with still, the, because yeah. if I don't do it right then, it's going to be like, well, shoot, I waited for you all of these years. And like, for me. You can wait for me. It's just like, I have to do it before my ego finds out. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If my ego finds out that I'm about to, to give her like more connection to me, my ego won't let me do it. But if I just see it and then I make that the habit, like let me just text back right now, my ego doesn't have a chance to process what's happening. Cause you already got to it. I already got to it. Like I made it a habit. Okay. Oh, see it. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You look pretty there. Look. You know what I'm saying? And so I haven't got to the point where I'm fully comfortable saying mom all the time, mm -hmm. but I will, you know, I will uh, address it. I do pick up calls when I can and things like that. And what is really, you know, what's really dope. Um, we had a great conversation and um, she, like every Christmas, every birthday, she's always sending stuff for the kids. She's like, she's a dope grandmother. Yeah. Like she'll come visit. She's, you know, worked out with me and stuff when she come to visit. And I'm like, dang, like this is the mom that I wanted. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I'm also grateful, like, this is the grandmother that your kids get. That my kids get. I'm mm. like, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've dealt with some of my things. What is great is that I've never had to have the conversation with my kids, like, yeah, your grandmother. She did this and this and this. Like, no, they get a chance to have their own experience sure. with their grandmother. And some parts of me still like, ah, don't hurt them. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But she loves them. Like, she is excited about them. And that's and that's dope. You know, so that's where we are, are today. She just got married. Um, I was able to congratulate her, tell her how proud of her for, for the marriage and all of that stuff. So it's good. Yeah, that's dope words, man. Yeah. I appreciate this conversation. I appreciate it, man. Man, it's been a very vulnerable and transparent conversation. I know yeah. for you. Yeah. <clears throat> so I got one thing. You see me tearing up some parts <laughs> yeah, in that. I'm like, shoot, man. This is <laughs> nah, nah, I appreciate it. <laughs> this like, is I real. learned so much yeah. in this yeah. episode. Um, not even just about you, man, but just yeah. about myself. Yeah, that's good. And it's just like I bring people on that I know I can learn from. That's good. So I'm, I'm in this. Becoming, like my word for this year is becoming. Mm, that's and good. I didn't realize becoming was going to kick my behind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tearing me apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a beautiful journey that I'm yeah. going through, man. And yeah. um, I'm appreciative of a guy like you, man. So my challenge to you hey, is this right eye on. Don't say the shirt we thing. A, we do a segment where I, I help somebody um, who Please. has a podcast, man. My, my challenge is for you, man. Please is don't. the shirt thing. Oh, my God. It's the shirt thing. But, of course, we all know it's a mental game. Yes. Summertime's coming around. Mm. Big boy season's always been in effect. Mm. I challenge you, man. And I, I challenge you to do the shirt thing. Mm. And it's like, even if it's just got to start with you just pulling your shirt up and looking at yourself dead in the eye in the, in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how it started for me. Yeah. Once I put that in the liquid courage, yeah. I just take my shirt off and I just Oof. look myself dead in the eye in the camera, I mean, the um, mirror, and just like, yo, good, man. Yeah. The body and the, the man boobs, the yeah. stomach, the st stretch marks, the back fat, man. It's, there's another person who got that same thing you probably that's got. That's real, that's real. Another person who wish they can be the size that you are. Mm, that's good. That's good. It's my challenge for you, man. Not now, but you know, when you when you mentally build that stamina up and that, yeah. and that mindset for you, man, is to really just take that shirt off, man, at, at the beach or at the pool, man, and just lay out, man, and enjoy yourself and like and free yourself, man. Because I feel like Whew. there's so much more for you on the other side of it. the shirt. Okay. 
Oh, shoot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know what? I uh, first of all, let me say I'm gonna accept this challenge, and I wanna I wanna get it done by um, the end of the summer at least, okay. right? And I told you, um, like when you see me do that, then you will be able to say like, oh, he's free. Call. he's free. He's free. Calling you. He's free. FaceTime. <laughs> FaceTime. Okay, where's the shirt off? Bro, that just, oh, that makes me just. No, it's, just it's something about freedom, man, that just yeah. takes you to a new heights, man, just mentally and spiritually and emotionally. Yeah. Like, I've been tapping into my emotions lately. Like, yeah, you know, that's real. Feeling okay with just crying just because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's actually, real. It's like, why are you crying? It's like, because gotta, I got to release some things. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, that freedom that just comes with just letting go. Yeah. It's just like on a whole nother level of manhood for That's me. Good. That's good. I'm just I'm redefining manhood for me versus what I've learned growing up versus <clears> like who I am today and who I want to be. Yeah. So I'm like in this redefining and this rebecoming mode, and it's like it's a beautiful process. That's good, man. So I'm gonna do a quick commercial, real quick, man. I want you to close this out, man. Some words, okay. of, some words of okay. encouragement, whatever you want to do, man. Let's let people it. know they can find you. What you got? Some what you got going on? Other okay. Than jazz. Okay. So this episode is sponsored by the Embolden Institute. It's the only space that I know that sends out daily words of affirmations and they also send out words of healing and encouragement. So I send this out seven days a week, 9 a.m. sharp. They come into you direct to your phone, text via text message. Sign up 404-476-6780. That's 404-476-6780. Text me the word affirmation for a daily affirmation or affirmations if you're the person who got to add an S to everything. And then also text me the word heal to 404-476-6780 and we send out just messages of hope, healing that's going to help you along this journey because I said it's not an alone journey, it's a together journey that we're on. Words. Dang, that was good. Bro. Appreciate it, brother. I've been, I've been is, reciting that one. That's good, that's good. Uh, so, man, to end it all, I would just say, uh, I think we had this conversation before too. We were mm-hmm. talking about therapy. Yeah. And, um, man, in, in the, especially in the black community, uh, therapy is is, is a, like a negative word, or mm-hmm. it's it means you're soft, yeah. or there's something wrong with you, or any things like that. Um, I think that it's an important part of healing, and not just that you're going to I'm going to somebody else to tell my business, but some people have held this stuff in for so long, and you've been trying to talk to somebody that refuses to listen. Yep, you've been trying to talk to maybe the person that has made you feel hurtful or whatever and now they're making you feel even worse when you try to talk to them mm-hmm. um and for the first time you know i went to therapy which my wife encouraged it i went to therapy and i was like dang that was so freeing because i felt like i was in a safe room i felt there there wasn't any judgment there wasn't anybody that was going to tell me that it wasn't okay for me to feel what how i felt um, and it was freeing to know that I was finally able to be heard. And then I was able to, now I can be open to the advice that was given because you took the time to hear me. So I, I think for anybody that is listening to you or listening to this podcast, like the most important part of anything in life, man, is your own personal healing journey. Um, can you do therapy? Can you take out uh, moments, an hour a week for yourself? And go do th- go do therapy. Can you take out some time to work out and eat differently and things like that? And the productivity, the the progress, the success that you desire, it comes from that. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I started truly being successful. Is when I was starting to work on me more, the growth, the mental capacity, like the free the freeness of that. When I started doing that, bro, we started 
boom, boom, boom. So like the things that we have now, it's not because like I don't want people to like, oh, you're winning. You worked with this person. It's like, no, 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 no. What you all are seeing is the result of the winning that I've been doing with in myself. Mm. So if you see a house or if you see a car or if you see somebody we worked with or anything like that, that's the result of the winning that we had to do within ourselves Absolutely. that got us there. And I think that's the most important thing to understand. So, yeah, that's where man. So where can they find you at? Um, you can uh, on Instagram at words, Taylor, uh, W-O-R-D-S-T-A-Y-L-O-R. I'm on there. Reels, content, all of those things. And then whatever I'm doing at the time, that link will be in my bio. So, uh, first of all, just go to words at words Taylor on Instagram, and then anything else that I have to offer will be, you know, you click the link in my bio. I, I do a lot of free trainings on a weekly basis and all of those things. So, yeah, right. let's let's lock in. Appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you, bro. That's let's go. Episode, y'all. We are out. Peace. Yeah.